God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. He must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. This is the Scott Adams Show. Welcome to the Scott Adams Show. Thank you for all for listening. Uh, we're going to um, actually uh, be running a lot of uh, clips today uh, of the Donald Trump speech and uh, also Dan Bongino and a few other things. But first, we're going to uh, start off with a, uh, some some tidbits from my social media and uh, just wanted to um, scroll up the uh, and get you up to speed on some of the little things that are happening, and then we're going to go to uh, listening to some of Trump's speech and Dan Bongino's speech. So Tammy Bruce said, Andrew Cuomo accused of sexual harassment, leading liberal woman refused comment. Well, there's also a second woman uh, that's come forward for that. And then also, mail-in ballots uh, and voting machines banned in France. We don't find it safe enough so in france basically they're saying no voting machines like that like the ones that louisiana right now is is trying to spend more money on uh cash patel uh, an advisor and an intelligence officer within the trump administration uh also worked with uh rick Grinnell and some other people um to disclose a lot of the good information that was coming out um, said in final days, Trump gave up on forcing release of Russian Gate, Russia Gate files, and this was a uh, Nunez prober said. So this was Cash Patel. He worked with Nunez as well, and um, <clears throat> said that basically in the final days, Trump gave up on force. You know what? That that strikes me as something that Bill Barr did. Bill Barr did something related to the uh, uh, Durham, uh, made him a special counsel, and it made it difficult. And that's what I was. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying that all along. That they were trying to keep Trump from disclosing the information, and I still believe that to be the case. And uh, and uh, that just sort of lends itself to it is that he gave up on it. 
It was too hard of a fight. And that's the thing. We were supposed to get more information. And Trump wanted to release that information. But because Bill Barr made Durham a special counsel, protected Bill uh, Durham, right? Just in, Dur- John Durham, to resign for from the U.S. Attorney's Office effective at midnight on February 28th. So that was last night. Durham is no longer a U.S. attorney out of Connecticut. Durham was appointed as special counsel in October. Now, how do you like that? So they wrapped it up and put it up in a bow, and they made it all nice and neat. It's terrible. It's terrible the, uh, the way they got away with that crime. And they, all they had to do is extend it to a certain point. And then they rigged the election. And you, the, the person that was rigging elections abroad was Mark Elias. The person who rigged our election was Mark Elias. The person behind the Russian hoax was Mark Elias, an attorney from Perkins Coey. The same guy that Hillary Clinton paid to launch the Russian hoax. Think about it. So they hire the guy and they say, hey, can you do that same election rigging here in the United States? Yes, but I'd be hung up for treason if I got caught. Sure. Okay, so then what do you do? You, you play to win. See, these people that rigged the election, if they got caught, guess what? They're going to jail for life, right? But they don't get caught. Why? Because if you're going to play, you're going to play to win. You're going to play because your life depends on it. If you lose, you will be busted, and you will be spending the rest of your life in jail. So losing is not an option. you got to do the algorithm just so that you make sure you win that damn election. Otherwise, you're going to jail forever. Right? But if you win, if you help, you know, if you succeed at your ripoff and your stealing of the election, if you succeed at that, then, well, of course, sweep it under the rug. You'll never get busted. And that's exactly what happened. That's what, That was the play down. That was the lowdown. That was the play back in the 2020 election. So in the final days, Trump was forced, uh, gave up forcing the release, according to Cash Patel, of the Russian gate files. And it was thanks in large part to what Bill Barr did which was created a special counsel. You got to say, well, Trump, why in the world were you hiring Dan Coates and Gina Haspel and, and all these people? And it was, it was uh, Chris Christie and Lindsey Graham that were giving him advice on hiring. And I, I don't think that Trump ever should have listened to these people. And frankly, that is my biggest problem. If I were to have a problem with Trump is the hires that he you know, that, that, that he chose. He chose these people. Like he left, he didn't fire uh, Comey on day one. And the Department of Justice, you know, Sessions and, and, uh, and Barr. I mean, I always, when, when he talked about Barr, Barr being a George W. Bush or George Herbert Walker Bush guy, I thought, really? That doesn't make sense. I was like very skeptical. 
I'm like, well, who knows? I mean, definitely Barr is definitely the guy that knows where all the bodies are buried, right? So I thought, well, maybe that's the play, right? Maybe this guy really does want to clean it up. No, it turned out he didn't, you know? You're, you're playing a, you're walking a tightrope, and it can go either way. And it just turns out that the swamp and the money is the diversionary tactic. I think anybody can be bought. You know, uh, I was talking to my father. I talked about a local politician, really good guy. You send him an email, he gets back to you. You know, he's very local. But even people like that, whoever that is, right, walk, works their way up the ladder and gets to be in the Capitol. And all the lobbyists on K Street and all the money that's being thrown your way, to not to just close your eyes. I'll, we'll, we'll be happy to pay you a million dollars for you to close your eyes and not vote on that deal. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just not going to... You're not going to be uh, a stalwart on the on, on it, and sure enough, it's the easiest thing to do to make a million dollars to do nothing. Just uh, call in sick that day when it comes time to vote. You don't have to vote no. You could vote yes, but don't vote on that one. Right? Whatever it is, it's so easy. It, it turns good people into bad people. And that's a sad thing. So John Solomon wrote this. He says, Judge rules Arizona's Maricopa County must turn over 2.1 million November ballots to state Senate. Hmm, that sounds good. Judge rules Arizona's Maricopa County must turn over 2.1 million November ballots. Could you imagine if they figured out that the fraud was real? Well, (laughs) we know that the fraud was real. Right? I mean, of course we do. That's a no-brainer. Right? So that's Arizona Senate President Karen Fan, a Republican, says effort is about the integrity of the Arizona election system. Of course it is. Breaking. U.S. Intel report finds Saudi Crown Prince ordered murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. So which intelligence agency Khashoggi was Khashoggi working for? I have on video Khashoggi, Jamal Khashoggi, some guy that Lindsey Graham threw a, blew a gasket. He got killed, right? Jamal Khashoggi got murdered in Turkey. But they were trying to pin it on the crown prince, the Solomon family. And... It could very well be that someone within that administration did it. It could also very well be that it was an implanted person that did it. Sort of like somebody that's embedded in the kingdom over at Saudi Arabia is a plant, like someone from the other team that's doing these foul play that then gets in trouble and then tries to unseat the king, right? It's sort of like what happened to Nixon with the plumbers, right? The Democrats burglarized their own headquarters. And then next thing you know, they turn around and they say, well, why would we burglarize our own headquarters? It's like, that's ridiculous. It's like, it is, but it's not. Because that's what you did. But no, they're going to blame it on Nixon. 
And Nixon would then say, I didn't do it. And then he would somehow have to try to cover it up a little bit. Ah, you covered it up. That's obstruction. You're, you're impeached. And that's how they got him. The Russian hoax. You're the Russian hoaxer. No, you're the Russian hoaxer, Hillary Clinton, who is basically on the board of both. She was on the Watergate Commission. And then next thing you know, she's on the Russian hoax commission with Mark Elias paying off, you know, Sean Hay- Henry uh, from CrowdStrike and Glenn Simpson from Fusion GPS, a company that apparently Bob Mueller never heard of before, right? That's ridiculous on its face. But the same person that was connected with the Watergate was also connected with the Russian hoax. And again, both were false accusations designed to get you to cover up. But Trump was too smart, way too smart for these these um, not-so-nice people. Wow, I had so many words going through my mind just then. Alexander Downer, Khashoggi, a former Saudi intelligence agent, a man who was close to the Muslim Brotherhood and a sworn opponent of the Solomon Kingdom reform program, was in the process of setting up a center to promote the ideology of the Muslim Brotherhood. This man was a player. Of course he was. But what strikes me as odd was how Lindsey Graham responded to it. Lindsey Graham, back when Jamal Khashoggi, nobody ever cared about Vince Foley, not Vince, but Foley, the journalist who got beheaded by the ISIS. Nobody cared about that journalist because that journalist wasn't even a Republican, but he was definitely um, expendable because it was at the hands of ISIS. And ISIS was being financed by the Obama regime to wreak havoc and destabilize Syria as they tried to destabilize Egypt with overthrowing Mubarak and putting a Muslim Brotherhood sympathizer in Morsi. Now they have al-Sisi, and both Obama and Erdogan said they don't recognize the new leader of Egypt. They wouldn't, they wouldn't agree with al-Sisi's leadership. They wanted a Muslim Brotherhood dude. So they murdered the guy in Libya, Gaddafi. They, they overthrew Mubarak in Egypt, and they were trying to destabilize Syria knowing full well that they were never going to get Syria because Russia owns Syria. It's just as simple as that. Two plus two is four for the dummies out there on the left that don't understand that. And here's the deal. Those countries surround Israel, and that's the biggest problem, is they were trying to create a lot of leverage over Israel because Israel is a sitting duck a democratic nation in the middle of a disaster area. Iraq was a vacuum. ISIS was growing in that area. And Iran was sort of perpetuating it a little bit. They were friends with Syria, though, too. This is kind of a crazy world that we were living in then, and we're going straight back to it. 
Hence the conflict in Syria, the bombings in Syria. The Biden's, you know, basically dismantling of peace in the Middle East in 30 days or less. You know, it's absolutely absurd. And Lindsey Graham is the biggest poisonous dirtbag on the planet. And I can't believe, well, I, I can't believe that he got elected, re-elected. But, you know, he got re-elected because he didn't have a primary. South Carolina never had a primary this past year, this past 2020. Never did. And they knew why. They, they made it look like they were trying to protect the president. Lindsey Graham would have been primaried out in South Carolina. And they chose not to have a primary, and they used COVID. Lindsey Graham is the biggest scum, honestly. It's disgusting. Why are there still so still military troops and fences in D.C.? Why? Biden promised a return to normalcy. So why are there still troops and fences in D.C.? And the issue is because nobody likes him. And they're taking photographs. Uh, someone took a photograph of all the fencing and infrastructure and military equipment. And it says, uh, Baghdad on the Potomac. Now, I've heard someone rumor, and this is more like a conspiracy, but the reason why they're there is because they're under arrest. Who knows? I don't believe that, actually. I can't, I can't get my head around that. I just don't have any information to prove it, but but it could be right. It could be. Well, why? It doesn't make any sense why the military is still surrounding the government, except for the fact that the government we know is corrupt as hell. And wouldn't it be interesting if the troops and the military are there to contain the government? Huh. You know, I don't know. Just in, Judge rules Maricopa County must provide 2.1 million ballots from 2020. Okay, that's that could be a deal breaker right there. You know, sooner or long we're going to find a needle. We're going to find the blueprint. We're going to find the evidence. It's 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 a no brainer. There's no way that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. There's no way. You know, you you have to have some intelligence, right? I mean. We are human beings, after all, right? We can think for ourselves. And there's no doubt that that happened, that there was a ripoff. Joe Biden, nobody even knows he's president. Nobody likes him. He he gets all the numbers. Like When they put up a video, they got like 487 views. Like, it's crazy stuff. You take a look at what happened with Trump and CPAC. Oh, my God. What a rock star. We're going to play that, a uh, lot of that. We're not even going to have enough time to play all of his stuff. Frankly, I'm taking too long right now as, as we speak. I'm, I've, I've actually spe- I'm speaking more than I thought I was, but I would. But I, I have some things I want to cover before we get to the videos and audios. Um, so Liz Wheeler says, I will never comply with a vaccine passport, period. I'm with her on that, Liz Wheeler. So the Bradford file said, you're not getting a $2,000 check because Biden and Pelosi have to pay off Como, Newsom, and Whitmer for wrecking their states. See, that was one of the biggest uh, breaking points on the deals 
was Trump was saying, you guys wreck your states to rig an election. You know, basically over promote COVID as being more deadly than it ever could be. And doing the draconian lockdowns, making everybody wear the masks and all these other things to sort of do a psyops on the election and to endorse mail-in balloting that they were going to exploit for fraud. And that's what they did. They used COVID and the mail-in balloting as the tool to do extensive fraud, to rig an election and steal it from the American people. And that's my belief, and I'll take that to my grave uh, until I'm proven otherwise. But that's exactly what I believe. And so now they're being, you're, you living in a Florida or Nebraska or Kansas or wherever else, your tax dollars are going to go to Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo and Governor Whitmer to bail out their states that were so poorly run. These liberal states, Michigan, California, New York, to bail them out. They got billions of dollars. And, you know, someone like Minneapolis, for example, right, endorsing no cops. Well, that's not cool. That's not right. But, and that's a disaster. They're just going to burn down all your police precincts and go after federal buildings, tear down statues. All these things are just being done right in front of your faces. And the cops just sit there. But if you're a Republican, make America, wear a MAGA hat, and you want to come close to the Capitol building, they're going to cost you. They're going to tackle you. It's crazy. It's like, yeah, there's the police. They're doing their job. No. They're doing it for one side. And it's because they're told to do it by liberal leaders that are just nothing but racist, discriminating dirtbags. These leaders, these liberal leaders, are the ones that are intolerant, the ones that are racist. Not, not Republicans. You know, when they throw this word fascism around, fascist, you know, the, when someone asks you what, what is fascism, I looked it up once, and, and the short answer, and this is a good answer for you to give, is centralized authority. That's it. Boom. Trump was all about dispersing authority away from Washington and giving it back to you, the people. It's, it's, it's Biden and everybody that's keeping it close to the best, and they're keeping everything a secret. And there's nothing transparent about this administration. They're doing everything secretively. Even this website, FactBase, used to disclose every bit of itinerary that was associated with the Trump administration. And now you get to Biden, and it's, it's all closed, all dark. It's exactly the kind of government you would have, you know, in the Hitler days in Germany, the Gestapo. The FBI is our new Gestapo. Going after one political dissident. Like in Cuba, they had political dissidents. We would want to release them from the jails because they were just arrested or put and thrown in jail because of their political view. 
We are so close to that right now. In fact, it's already happened. I mean, you just asked Dinesh D'Souza. It's happened. Obama did it to Dinesh D'Souza, but it's happening a lot. Justice, two standards of justice, not equal justice. We want equal justice. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. What we want is someone like Hillary Clinton to be questioned once under oath about her shenanigans, what she did with Fusion GPS and the Russian hoax. She's never been accountable once. They want to impeach Trump twice. For what? It's crazy. So Jim Jordan says, even if Democrats raise the minimum wage, it would be helpful because they won't let you go back to work. It wouldn't be helpful, it says. Even if Democrats raise the minimum wage, it wouldn't be helpful because you wouldn't get to go back to work. Right? So Jenna says, Trump may have hurt your feelings, but Biden is hurting your family, your finances, and your freedom. And Jim Jordan writes, the Democrats' new election bill will allow politicians to use your tax dollars to pay for their campaigns. In other words, you may have to pay for Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi to get, you may have to pay for Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi to get reelected. Yeah, insane. So the Democrats' new election bill will allow politicians to use your tax dollars to pay for their campaigns. That's crazy. That's nuts. Catherine Herridge writes, John Durham resigns expected as U.S. Attorney for Connecticut. DOJ website updated to say Durham's special counsel office will be located in D.C. Another indicator suggesting work continues. Reread October 20th. A.G. Barr ordered establishing special counsel. Uh, I was never uh, a fan of that uh, special counsel because it takes the power away from the president. Bill Barr did that maliciously is what he did. See, people don't understand that. They're not talking about it. You're only hearing it really here on this show. But that, to me, is the case. It, it, it hamstrings. Now, that being said, I, I always said this. If Trump, heading out of office, hired a special counsel when he was leaving, then he, that would have been his concession. I said that. I posted that. And that would have been true. Because that's basically him taking the power out of his hands and handing it off like a baton in a relay race in a track track and field beat, right? I'm handing you the baton. You carry on, son. You carry on. And uh, that would be the way that is. So Representative Jim Jordan said this. Today's left wants to cancel Newsmax, Fox News, and One America News Network. They want to cancel President Trump and his allies. And now with HR1, they want to cancel fair elections. Yeah, that's true. They don't want a fair election. Marjorie Taylor Greene, one of my rock stars, says Democrats say COVID-19 is so serious, the government has to force healthy kids to stay home. You must wear useless masks and the federal government must spend trillions needlessly. But it's not deadly enough to stop the spread by securing the border. Think about that. Think about 
the kind of diseases that are coming through the southern border right now. Think about it. Are they serious? Are they really serious about your well-being and whether you live or die and, and whether you're healthy or not? When they're just allowing illegals, catch and release, it's back by popular demand. Although there's a judge in Texas that disagrees with them. But still, if they had their druthers, right? If they could get away with murder, they would. They don't care about your health. They don't care whether you live or die. What they care about are votes and power. That's the sad truth. They want that imported vote. They want to turn that illegal into a a registered head of cattle, a head of cattle, a head, an ID. They just want the ID number from that person's head. And they turn that ID into a, a ballot. And that ballot becomes a vote. And it gives them power. That's what it is. It's a sick uh, game. Breaking. Como accused of sexual harassment by a second former aide, says the New York Times. Jim Jordan writes, Democrats, double masks, double standards. Yeah, it's crazy. Marjorie Taylor Greene writes, Republican voters need to stop being constantly outraged and just complaining with tweets and posts about being canceled. Republican voters need to become activists. And industry giants in big tech and everywhere else, we are being canceled. Don't whine. Win. Don't whine. Win. Don't complain that you're a victim. We're not victims. Not with, two, well, not with my two fists. My two fists make me not a victim. My fists make me a fighter. My fists will make me a winner. I mean, we got to get an attitude, people. We got to get an attitude. And we got to fight back. That's what we have to do. I mean it. I know you can tell that I mean it, but I do mean it. Disclosed TV says, new second former aide Charlotte Bennett, 25, to New York Governor Como is accusing him of sexual harassment, saying that he asked her questions about her sex life, whether she was monogamous in her relationships, and if she had ever had sex with an older man. Well, whatever. That's just stupid. Um, somehow I retweeted that, though. <laughs> and, and that's that's on me. <laughs> I probably should untweet that one. Joe Biden's uh, cabinet, cabinet nominees prove his unity claims are a lie. That's true. Julie Kelly writes, Hi, Jack. This is disinformation flagged or no? And it says, Adam Kinzinger says, I know one thing I'm at peace with. I didn't cause an insurrection that killed five, including a heroic Capitol Police officer beaten by a patriot with a fire extinguisher. Now, Adam Kinzinger wrote that on January 8th. What a loser. We're going after Kinzinger with the bugle call um, efforts. Um, But here we are with that statement. And, of course, that was disinformation because we know that uh, that officer, Capitol Hill officer, was not killed by a uh, fire extinguisher. Adam Kinzinger just took the information and ran with it because he hates Republicans. 
and yet he runs as a Republican. It's ridiculous. Adam Kinzinger uh, has now got himself a good opponent, and we're going to support that opponent, and we're going to run against him uh, and make sure he gets primaried the hell out of office. So President Trump, Capitol officials controlled by Pelosi, rejected recommendation of 10,000 National Guard for January 6th because of optics. Disclosed TV says governor watchdogs are urging Biden to do more to keep the American public informed. The schedules for the president and vice president aren't posted online. The white house comment line is shut down. There are no citizen positions on the white house's website. So they're, they're basically like not transparent. They're opaque as, as uh, you know, a sheet of uh, a cast iron. Um, also, uh, the Gateway Pundit reported they have betrayed the Constitution, overwhelming evidence of FBI corruption. And uh, I want to get to this one. I want to hear this. Uh, and I want to share this with you. And uh, this is uh, Pete Navarro. I, wanna, I want you to hear Pete Navarro speak about Lindsey Graham. Because you know how I feel about Lindsey Graham, right? Well, and I love Pete Navarro. So let's just take a listen. Look, 2022, I think it's a near certainty at this point that, that we'll take back the House of Representatives. Uh, but, but if we do it with candidates that are kind of in the McConnell-McCarthy mode, that's really not going to advance the MAGA-Trump agenda. So what the president is getting ready to do, I think, is essential uh, it's not that, that we just have to win that chamber back from, from the Pelosiites, but we've got to have a chamber that basically reflects MAGA values. McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy has to go. Love to see Jim Jordan um, as the majority leader in 2022. But, you know, I, I read that article, Steve, and I think it's really good that the president is going to have a strategy on this. But Lindsey Graham is a problem at this point for me. Um, Lindsey Graham... Um, is DACA. Lindsey Graham is the, is the chairman of the Ju- Judiciary Committee that spent four years promising mm. uh, to prosecute mm. people like Comey, Brennan, Clapper, Page, Strzok. He never did it. I don't understand why. Lindsey Graham is the guy who advised the president not to present uh, a, an affirmative defense of the fact that that election was stolen from him. And the fact that he uh, flits around and still is in the Trump orbit, um, I, I think that's a big problem because there's not a single piece of advice Lindsey Graham has ever given the president of this, uh, President Trump, that I've ever agreed with. I mean, he's just poison. So, um, you know, I think, I think what, uh, I, look, Steve, this is serious hold, hold stuff. Don't, it's don't, funny, but it's serious. That's for pretty funny stuff. Um, so he was not being, he was not joking though. He meant every word of that. Trust me. And, uh, all right. So now we're going to get to, um, Dan Bongino at CPAC. Uh, this was really kind of cool. My wife, when I came home from the hospital in New York and we didn't know how severe this condition was going to be, I remember driving by this, this, this um, area that hadn't been built yet in Florida. It was still under construction. And I always thought to myself, gosh, I'll live long enough to see what goes there. 
And you know, I didn't really have that answer that week. And your attachment to things just changes. But I'll tell you one thing that's really like laser focused my attention on all of this is you know what matters more than anything? Ladies and gentlemen, all the rest is BS. What matters more than anything is the fight right now, and there is no more time to sit down on our knees and cry and do this victim stuff because we lost. That stuff is over. All of everything else is bullshit. I'm sorry. Right now, the fight is all that matters. You have to understand that. I love everyone in this room. I know you're all here for the right reasons because you believe in liberty and freedom and patriotism and the greatest country in the history of humankind right now in the greatest state in the country, by the way, Florida. I get that. You get that. But it's not enough. There are a lot of folks out there who are really beat up. I get it. I get it. Election night and the days later were devastating. Anyone telling you otherwise is full of it was devastating. But there's no more time for that now. None. It is up to you as evangelists for the cause to go out there and get everyone off their knees. Get everyone... 87% of people are searching online to find... Okay, that was an unexpected commercial. Hold on, here we go. Get off the mat. There you go. Get the dust off. Stand up and get back in the fight now. There's no more time. The left, right after the election, it's a fact. You may not like them, and I certainly don't like their ideas, but right after the darn election, what were they doing? They were out there in their pink hats in 2016, marching the next day. They were, you saw it. I get it. A lot of us are beat up and are down. We lost a great advocate for the cause in this election, President Trump. But he's not done. You're not done. And listen to me. There is no done. There's no done. Forget done. Take done, throw done out. There's no done. Get immediately back up and get back in this fight tomorrow. Everyone. There's no time for this BS. None. You know, I think about this, this great quote from Aeneas all the time. You know, a victor is not victorious. Remember this. Tattoo this on your brain. A victor is not victorious until the vanquished considers himself so. Are you vanquished? You're damn right you're not vanquished. Everybody has to get up. You're not vanquished until you consider yourself defeated. I don't care if we lose every single seat in the House and Senate. If we are 0 and 535, if we don't have a single person on the Supreme Court and lose every election nationally, if one of you in this room does not consider themselves vanquished, you are not. You're not. You're not. It's the time for feeling sorry for ourselves is done. And I'll tell you why. We are right. We are on the right side of this. Believe it. Be proud of it. Stand up and fight for it like your expiration date is around the corner. There is no time to waste. It's not a matter of, you know, what I think. It's a matter of what you are doing. Thoughts are great. Thoughts and talk. I do a talk show. Talk is great. I love it. I live to speak to you every day on my show. I love it. But it doesn't mean squat if it doesn't motivate you to do something. 
Pick a candidate in a primary. We've got a hell of a lot of rhinos out there, folks. I'm really sorry. The Democrats are next. That's 2022. But primary season starts now. It started yesterday. You're a day late. No more complaining about the rhinos. We got them. Get them out. Go. We're not going to miss you. Please get lost. And by the way, that's exactly what we're intending to do with uh, Bugle Call and Magapack, right? So we've been doing that. I mean, we're right on target. We're right on target. We're right there, right where we need to be. And uh, we're going to continue to listen to this Dan Bongino. Um, we're probably not going to be able, well, we won't be able to listen to the Donald Trump uh, speech, uh, which was one of the most remarkable speeches he's ever given. And um, one of the things I thought was really great that Trump did, he made so clear in the very beginning of his speech, he said something that corroborated with exactly what we've been telling you here on this show. We said, I said, I've been hearing these rumors about the idea that there would be a third party that somehow... People were writing me and saying, what do you think about Trump's third party? I said, I don't think he's going to be doing that. I said, I, I do not support third party. I support rhinoing, you know, uh, uh, going after the rhinos in the, in the primaries. And that's, that's what our whole mission is right now on our new nonprofit. And if you want to make a donation, it's, it's, it's a good time for you to do it. We have two different sites. Uh, we have magapack.org, which is um, a $5 donation gets you, uh, just go to magapack.org, M-A-G-A-P-A-C.org. A $5 donation gets you a certified membership uh, with a new, you'll be on a newsletter list, and you'll also be on the petition that we're going to hand deliver to Washington. Okay, so that $5 donation, uh, we were going to make it a dollar. And I think Julie called in on this, and I told Julie we were working on this. And we were to make it a dollar, but the fees that are associated with the processing would make that almost impossible. So we had to make it $5. It's a fixed amount. It's a one-time deal. It's not a recurring. It's $5. Get you a petition, a newsletter. Um, you're on the newsletter once you do that. And then also the petition Set, because you've paid with a credit card or whatever, right? It means that 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 person that is supporting the America First agenda is a real person. That's that's why you know, like it just proves that you're a real person, not just some fictitious, you know, uh, person clicking the button over and over again. So that's what that's about. That's magapack.org. That's uh, more of our grassroots. Uh, thing and we're going to be expanding all that too. There's going to be a blog. There's going to be uh, a, a news aggregator over there, and Bugle calls more of our more of our former thing where we're going to be doing events and uh, and some other things. Bugle call is going to be a lot different. It's uh it's more like where you know corporate sponsorships, grant proposals, all of these different things that we're going to be doing to push out advertisements, uh, and, and uh, bigger expenditures like uh, things that we're going to be doing uh, in terms of promoting issues. Um, 
buying some billboard space and a lot of other things um, to try to put out the America First agenda in a bigger, broader message way. So one's more grassroots, one's the other. So you'll notice the donate, donation pages are different on Bugle Call than they are on Magapack. Magapack is just a fixed $5 kind of deal. That's grassroots. Um, and then Bugle Call is more like uh, if you want to really make a big difference, um, you know, if you're a wealthy person that wants to help us uh, generate ads in big media to do a really big, broad message. That's what we're going to be doing there. So those are the two entities that we have. And we were right on the money. We are not about third party. We don't want to split the party in half and lose to the Democrats. What we want to do is hold people like Rona McDaniel accountable. We think that she is a miserable failure. And I want her out. But before that, you know, we got to actually just try to get the candidates in play that can win against Kinzinger and Murkowski and Liz Cheney. And uh, I want to also take out Connor Lamb in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, that's not a primary. He's a Democrat. But uh, And then Pat Toomey, the governor. And uh, I love the fact that um, uh, Trump put down on a list, a, a naughty list, in fact, I recorded it, and uh, I don't know if I can, um, I'm going to see if I can do this. Hold on. Uh, so let's see. I'm going to see if I can play this. So this was yesterday. Let's see. Here, take a listen to this. I I, rec- I was so inspired by President Trump, I recorded that. I've never done, I've never done this before. But check this out. I said, you know, during the Obama years and now during Biden, if you spent the same energy on attacking them, you'd actually be successful. As you do on attacking me in many cases. The Democrats don't have grandstanders like Mitt Romney, Little Ben Sass, Richard Burr, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Pat Toomey. And in the House, Tom Rice, South Carolina. Adam Kinzinger, Dan Newhouse, Anthony Gonzalez, that's another beauty, Fred Upton, Jamie Herrera Butler, Peter Meyer, John Katko, David Valadeo, and of course the warmonger, a person that loves seeing our troops fighting, Liz Cheney. How about that? Well, and he could have probably said Lindsey Graham to boot. So... Censured and in her state, her poll numbers have dropped faster than any human being I've ever seen. So that's that. That's coming from my phone. So if you heard the bumping, it's because I was putting the mic up against the microphone. And uh, yeah, but that's that's exactly what we're doing. He, he's he, we're on the same page, completely on the same page. That made me feel really good. Because he said he's not, that was a misinformation about third party. He's not doing third, third party. And, and I'm so happy about that because that would have been a mistake, in my opinion. So what, we, what we're doing with magapack.org and buglecall.org, and go over and check those sites out. They look great. 
I think the sites are really well developed. And uh, I had a big hand on all of that. Um, but I, I really like what, what we've accomplished so far. And um, it's, it's, it's really good, too, because that, that is exactly that name, that list. That's exactly what we're doing. And we've been doing this on our own. This was our own organic thought. And it just so happens to match up perfectly with Donald Trump. Because I think we've always thought alike. Donald Trump and the Scott Adams show have thought alike. You know, we were two peas in a pod, so to speak. But in any case, um, uh, that's that's what we have going on. Let's go ahead and continue to listen to Dan Bongino in the short time that we have left. I was talking to someone backstage. That guy right there in the seersucker. Sorry, dude. Didn't mean to point you out. Nice guy, by the way, with a cool suit on. I love that. And what did I tell you? I was talking about the 80-20 rule. 20% of the Republicans do 80% of the work. Right? Unbelievably, all 20% are here at CPAC right now. Right? (laughs) We're done with the 80-20 rule. Let's make it in this election the 50-50 rule. And then let's make it the 80-20 rule the other way. That 80% of the party actually believes in ideas that are right. We are on the right side of this. Folks, you know, when I, I love to talk about issues. Taxes, health care, school choice, my bread and butter. I love it. It's all great. I could talk about Milton Friedman until the cows come home. But the hard reality is... I, there are more pressing issues right now. You know, having been obviously an investor and promoter of Parler, Rumble, and other parallel technology platforms, well, thank you. And more, more ahead, by the way. I'm a doer, I'm not a talker. I talk for a living, but I do stuff because the do matters. The do changes the world. Talk is great, the do matters. I'm just telling you, those issue fights are fantastic, and I love them, and I will talk them to death, but the hard reality is, The fight right now is for the very fabric of this country. That's not a joke. That's not hyperbole. I am not kidding. These people are playing for keeps. Make no mistake. William Wallace in the corner over there. They, look at horse blinders, everyone. They are not kidding. They want you silenced, bankrupted, fired from your job, embarrassed, humiliated, and in the case of Donald Trump, they want him in prison. This is not a joke. Just put it in your search engine, just not Google. You will see it yourself. The tax fight is one we have to wage. The health care fight, school choice and regulations. But how are you going to wage it if we can't speak? How are you going to do that? Listen, when I was a kid in college, maybe not a kid, a young adult, whatever, um, I had a bumper sticker on my car. Not kidding. It said, question authority. I, I, I thought that's what we did here in the United States. I thought that's what we did, right? We, we respectfully question authority. And sometimes, sadly, throughout our history, we couldn't do it respectfully because they didn't respect us back. What happened to that? Where are our friends in the ACLU and our liberal friends who may disagree with us, but who, in the past at least, historically were the ones who fought against government spying and things like that? Where'd they all go? It's just us now. 
It's just us now in this room. And I'm really sorry to tell you that. Sometimes I, I get like choked up even thinking about it. It's just us. You're the real renegades now. Everyone in this room. You're the misfits. You're the new hippies. You're the renegades. You are. <laughs> Damn right. And ladies and gentlemen, if we're going to go down, then we're going to go down fighting. You want to cancel us off Twitter? We'll start Parlor. You want to cancel Parlor? I'll start Parlor 2. You want to cancel Parlor 2? I'll start another platform after that. You want to dump a server farm? I'll buy a server farm. You want to shut down a cloud support? I'll start a cloud company too. You want to do DDoS stuff? What do you want? Anybody? I'll do it all. Payment processors? Shit, I'll start a bank with you if you want. I will start a... Whatever you want. If we have to split this country's economy in half because we will speak and we will not be silenced, then damn it, we will do it in this room with the real misfits and renegades sitting in this room right now. Because you will get nothing. You will get nothing from these conformist lemmings on the left and these media buffoons who are the useful idiots of our time. Wow, that, that is such a great speech. And uh, it's, it's something we talk about every day here. Um, almost every day. It's almost like he's in our room. And when he was talking about the people that were listening to him there, all I could think about is the people that are listening to, to this show right now. The same people. Same people. We do it every day, day in and day out. We're fighting the good fight. And we're doing. We're doing. We're doing with Bugle Call and Magapack. Look, it's it's a lot of hard work. I've, I've The last... 10 days have been 18-hour days for me. It's been crazy amount of work, honestly. It's it's just... A, but, you know, it's a love thing, too. You know, I love what I'm doing. But um, I'm on a mission, and it's so hard, though. It really is very difficult. It's hard uh, pushing that ball up the hill. But I got to tell you, I totally identified with that part of that, his speech... And, you know, tomorrow I think we're going to play maybe some Trump stuff as well. Uh, the Trump speech was just off the charts. I'm sure most of you have heard of it. Heard, heard it. So, in any case, we are at the end of our show today. Um, you know, we're always strapped for time. But uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out buglecall.org and magapack.org. Look at a couple of the differences. Those are going to be expanding websites as well. There's still a lot to to do with those sites. And uh, with that, my name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. We'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye now.